Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. <clears throat> What's up, y'all? It's your man, Ernest. You love Ernest. Same guy, different name. Back again with another episode of the Let's Talk About It podcast. So, um, I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to go all over the place in this episode. Also going to tell you that <clears throat> because I'm going all over the place, uh, you know, I'm going to talk about many different topics. Well, I do that episode, every episode, uh, both go all over the place and talk about many different topics, but I'm going to talk about many different topics, but it's all going to tie into one topic. Um, so this first segment might be the longest segment out of all the other segments um, that I'm going to discuss in this episode. But if you listen to me, I appreciate you. If you don't, then don't complain about the length of the episodes or anything else. Like, <laughs> I forgot who uh, the man who said this shit. But if you're not going to donate or subscribe, I'm going to need you to get the fuck out. All right. Fun, one of the funniest creative jokes, uh, well, content creators uh, jokes I've ever heard. Um, a YouTuber said that, and I forget the dude's name. I'm, I, I, I hate that I'm forgetting the dude's name. But, yeah, if you're not going to donate money or if you're not going to subscribe, I'm going to need you to get the fuck out. All right? I'm only kidding, people. I'm only kidding. You can, you know, yeah, listen at your free will. Donate at your free will. But let's get into the first topic. Um, I wanted to talk about basically the face of sexuality and what I mean by the face of sexuality or what sexuality looks like is what I have written down in my notes. Um, it's basically, it has to do with Jill Scott and the many responses I've seen people had over that viral video of Jill Scott that went viral last week because of her, you know, performance on the microphone. And you know what I mean when I say her performance on the microphone. That's how I'm going to leave it at that. Um, you know, Jill Scott has always been a gorgeous, beautiful uh, woman to me. Great personality. Phenomenal singer. Uh, I just need her to put out a fucking album as of recently so I could do an album review on Jill Scott, but I've always loved Jill Scott, Angie Stone, uh, you know, a lot of those neo-soul Philly chicks, especially, but a lot of those neo-soul, that neo-soul era, uh, I fuck with that, uh, that era, my favorite era of music, um, but I've always been a fan of Jill Scott, now, I've never been to a Jill Scott show, um, I wish I have. In fact, I wish I have been with Jill Scott, both sexually and in a emotional relationship. But that's not he. That's neither here or there. Or may not. That may be on par, actually, to what I'm about to say. So no, nah, I'm not gonna, you know, excuse myself for just saying that. Um, but 
you know, people, why well, make it in talking about this? Because I've had a lot of people, uh, I've seen a lot of people talk about, one, they talk about, they bring up this whole modesty thing. Oh, y'all calling her a queen and she's not acting like a queen. She's supposed to save that for the bedroom for her man and no one's supposed to know all that. I'm going to get into that. Uh, this, 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 this topic, uh, this segment, I'm going to get into that. But what I want to discuss first are the people who look at Jill Scott, Jill Scott, a woman who has lost a ton of weight. Now, if preferably me personally, I liked, and I'm a sound selfish and stupid for saying this. And I, and in no way, shape or form am I saying that she is a better per, she is a worse now than she is before, but I'm going to say this with all the respect and love. I loved bigger Jill Scott, but I, I love me, a you know, a thicker, bigger woman in general, right? And that's not to say that smaller women, a skinnier women or women who look like Jill Scott or Jill Scott size, um, that they're not attractive as you, you just heard me compliment and, and just lust and love all over Jill Scott, right? And I hope one day I'd have the opportunity to do both. Um, but they, they, they brought her weight up, current weight and past weight. They brought her weight up because they don't associate, again, when I mean they, I mean the people who are saying this, not everybody. So once again, as everything I say, if it doesn't apply, let it fly. Uh, but they brought her weight up as to say that she isn't attractive. Uh, so she shouldn't be sexual. This is their words. This is basically what they are saying that because of her weight past and present, you know, she's lost a lot of weight and it's apparent that they don't find her attractive. Therefore, they find it disgusting to see her be sexual or, you know, uh, uh, simulate sexual acts or sing about sexual, uh, being sexual, right? Y'all need to shut the fuck up. First of all, that's my baby right there. That's Jill Scott right there. Y'all need to, uh, that, number one, y'all need to learn some respect. That's number one. Number two, shut the fuck up. Because simply because you may not find her attractive, and that's on you. I'm not saying, oh, you stupid man, you, uh, yeah, how can you see all that fineness and not, you know, we like what we like. So I'm not here to argue that you're stupid for because you don't find Jill Scott or women who are of the who are shaped like Jill Scott to be attractive. I'm not saying that at all. That's your, if that's not what you find attractive, that's simply not what you find attractive. I'm not here to try to convince you to think the way I do. Heck, I don't want you to have the same preferences as I. It just means less competition for me. So if Jill Scott is really single and you don't find her attractive, I don't have to worry about punch you in the face so I can forget Jill Scott. That's number one. Number two, uh, you know, it's, you know, it's stupid because people swear they are the end all be all people at like, I think my word 
is is well they they feel as though i believe my word is the end all be all it's the final say and if nobody believes in it then you know they're wrong no that's how y'all think i say this is what i think and that's pretty much it this is how i think this is how i feel and that's pretty much it i'm not here to try to shame anybody for liking what they like and i'm also not here to try to shame anybody for not being attracted to what they like you know victoria's secret out here trying to ban bigger set women and transgender women from walking the uh runway two groups of women that i feel as though are underrated and get bashed a lot because there are a lot of beautiful women of these communities of both communities and they shall be represented in victoria's secret shows now the only reason why i am saying that is because what i just said i think that there are very beautiful women who should be allowed to walk these shows but if victoria's secret the brand says we want women who are this size and are cisgendered then so be it you know uh i i think that trying to convince people to accept you or to like you um for who you are um based off of their you know biased or whatever um you know go where you're accepted not tolerated and this 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 lady this head lady ceo lady of victoria's secret i I told you i was going all over the place but her stepping down and victoria's secret uh in a in a in a way caving in and saying okay we're going to allow heavier set women we're going to allow transgender women to walk the uh walkway runway whatever the fuck it's called walk right um to walk that that little stage that it's not little but that long ass stage that they be walking on to walk that stage with skinny women and skinny cisgender women now we're now going to allow that um that's just them doing damage control and if i am a heavier set woman or a transgendered woman i personally would still not be satisfied with the ceo stepping down i will not be satisfied with them saying okay fine you can walk the one runway with these women because them saying no we don't accept that um from the start just showed how they personally think of you all so what you all need to do and what i mean by you all i'm speaking to heavier set women or women plus size let me just say that we use the word plus size i'm talking to both plus size and trans women uh, don't force them to try to accept you go to avenues where you're already accepted where you're already loved and adored because there are avenues who are who do love and adore you heck and if there aren't any that you know of create your own lane because you will get people from all walks of life who love you and they want to see you be represented 
the way that you're represent that you would want to see yourself be represented. Now again, that was tied into the whole Jill Scott situation because um people have this idea once again that plus size women, women of a specific size, bigger than size 0 are aren't attractive and they should not be represented as such. So when you see a Jill Scott be comfortable and be free and be you know herself be confident in a way that they feel as though she should not be confident because they're like, well, you're ugly. Well, you're fat. Well, you should not feel this way about yourself. It bothers them. I don't, I, I've never really understood the dudes who have that mentality because why does a woman who is shown, no, no matter her size, no matter her with cis or trans, why does a woman who is showing how confident she is bother you as a cisgendered male or just a male in general, right? Why does it bother you? I love seeing confident women of all walks of life. I love seeing women who don't have to bash other women or try to force people to accept them living their life, right? I love seeing women do that. There's no way in hell that I, I've... There's not once in my lifetime that I look at a woman Jill Scott size or any other woman and say, ew, she should not be feeling this confident about herself, right? Now, in my younger days, of course, I probably made jokes about that woman's looks. I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm a saint. I'm nowhere near a fucking saint. I've detailed all my non-sanctimonious shit well, not all, but a lot of my non-sanctimonious shit and actions and words on this podcast. On, you know, Twitter, on my blog, you know, shit. I write this shit in my diary every night. Or my journal, I should say. That's what men call it. <clears throat> Journals, not diaries. But, anyways, you, your feelings toward Joe Scott... Hey, I'm not here whether you're male or female. I'm not here to try to tell you, convince y'all why you should find her attractive. Um, because if you don't, you don't. I'm not even going to try to convince y'all why you should listen to her music if you don't listen to her music. I'm not trying to convince y'all why you should buy a ticket to her shows and, and, and all that other shit. I've never been to a Jill Scott show. I don't know when she's coming to Boston, but Jill, hit me up. Next time you in town, you know, <laughs> but anyways, now nah, for real, um, I'm not trying to convince you to think or feel the same way I do, but what I want you all to really think about is why do you feel that women who are of this body size can, and yes, it happens to men too, but I've, we're talking about Jill Scott, a woman, that's why I'm saying women, right? But the same can apply, apply to fellas as well. But So why does a woman or a man of a certain body type showing how confident they are, why does that bother you? You can't say, oh, it doesn't bother me. So if, it, if it creates a reaction out of you that is going to be a negative one, 
obviously there's something about it that bothers you. And instead of trying to down them and make them feel as shitty as I'm assuming you feel about yourself, you need to look at the man and or woman in the mirror and, you know, say to yourself, what do I not like about myself? Why do I feel like I have to tear down Jill Scott or the Jill Scotts of the world? So that's that. I mean, there's only one Jill Scott people, you know, uh, you know, when I'm talking about the singer Jill Scott, and I'm pretty sure there's a bunch of white chicks with the name Jillian Scott, but I'm talking about the Jill Scott. There's only one, the Jill Scott. But what I mean by the Jill Scotts of the world, I'm talking about the women, especially, but the women who are, who, you know, rock their natural hair you know, uh, have the same body type as Jill Scott and they're comfortable. Why do they, why, why, why is their comfortability, their confidence bothering you? You know, that's that. Now let's get on to the modesty aspect of it. Um, the segment's not going to be as long as I thought it would be, but you know, let's get on to this whole save you you should save this for you know the bedroom um once again i saw a lot of women saying that shit a lot of guys agreeing as well but my thing is how come y'all don't have that same energy for beyonce now beyonce yes does indeed detail her sexual favors i mean her sexual acts that her and jay do all the time i'm assuming because if i'm jay and you your wife is Beyonce. One, I would have never cheated. But number two, uh yeah. I'm gonna be like, yeah, you talking all this mess in this song, so let's let's do this shit in real life. But you know, um anyways, y'all don't have that same energy with uh uh Beyonce. I saw people get at Ashanti when she made that song good good about that. Oh, she should save that modesty shit, you know. The whole modesty uh, thing. Y'all don't have the same energy for all these other artists. And once again, people need to stop trying to use other reasons for why they have personal bias. Because if Jill Scott needs to be modest, Beyonce needs to be modest. Nicki Minaj needs to be modest. Cardi B, every single song she's talking about getting fucked by uh 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 offset right her man cardi b needs to be modest all these other people need to be modest the males as well you know when you know tyrese when he making music and shit him and tgt all they did was make sex music love music too but all they did was make sex music genuine of tgt genuine you know, Mr. Pony, that guy, for those who don't know, why aren't you talking about him? Why aren't you talking about your man, R. Kelly, the creep that he is, being modest, right? Now, R. Kelly and modest are, should not, should never be in the same sentence, but y'all not, y'all need to hold him accountable. Once again, this ties into your idea of what bigger women 
should do and how they should feel about themselves. This has zero to do with modesty and how you feel people who look like Jill Scott should act and feel. You saw Jill Scott be the confident woman that she is and that bothered you. But you see these other people like a Nicki Minaj, like a Beyonce, and they will sing about what Jill Scott was doing to that microphone, (laughs) right? And you don't say to those women or any other of the women that I named, be modest. No, because you look at them as sex symbols and the other women, the Cardi B's, the Nicki's, the Beyonce's. You look at them as sex symbols. So when they rap, sing about playing with microphones, if you know what I mean, that is not a problem to you. But when Jill Scott does it, she's not being modest. Again, people, stop faking the funk. Be real with your personal bias. And this isn't just with this topic. This is with every single topic in the world. Because a lot of people, what people do nowadays is they hide a personal bias between other people against someone or uh, or for somebody behind reasons that are that have nothing to do with why they have a bias. Your bias has nothing to do with modesty. It has everything to do with the simple fact that you're looking at a Jill Scott and saying, Ew, I don't like her size. Why is she this confident? Why does she not feel ugly and fat like I believe that her and other women who look like her should feel about themselves? The fuck out of here with that bullshit. Alright, so this segment, we're going to talk about teenagers fighting adults, okay? Now, I'm going to start off first with the situation of that teacher. Don't know where the, where the school was, don't know the name, don't know anything about it other than that video that was shown. But, and the fact that uh, it was people who made a GoFundMe for him and raised over 180k for him. I'll get into all that. But I also want to talk about uh, Daniel Bergoli going at Iggy Azalea and Iggy's response uh, to the whole thing and just my thoughts on all that shit. So, yeah, that's the fuck shit I'm going to talk about today. But, um, yeah, this whole teach, uh, well, the reason why I wrote it as teenagers fighting teachers uh or adults not just teachers but uh even though that video showed that the dude was uh the dude the teacher struck at the teen first and the teen wasn't about that life but um this is a situation that I've dealt with as someone who's worked with the youth now I've never fought let me get that straight let me make it clear I've never fought any student any I've never fought one of them I've had a lot, I've been threatened by a lot, I've been struck at by a lot, but you know, my semi-amateur boxing experience, I'm too quick for that. So, (laughs) 
you know my novice level boxing experience i'm too quick for that so once that first duck got out the way those first two ducks they that's when they found out i'm not catching this dude this old guy right in quotation marks i'm not catching this old guy let me not strike again because the next strike he might hit me and i didn't hit him i didn't hit them i should say because it wasn't just one dude that tried and it was mainly males i've never had uh one of the uh younger teenage girls or younger girls that i've uh, worked with in the past tried to hit me all i've gotten is a cuss out the most a middle finger or an eye roll other than that you know teenage girls as wild as y'all think they are they're still not as bad as teenage boys so shout out to all the teenage girls and just girls in general and just women in general for not being the dumber gender of you know as a dumbass teenage boy as i i can speak for all teenage boys yes i am and say we're stupid motherfuckers and you know if we don't grow out of that we grow up to be stupid motherfucking men um, with teenage boys minds uh so shout out to all the just women and young women out there as wild as again you may have been in your past at least be thankful to god that he didn't make you a teenage boy anyways let's talk about this teen who was getting to it with this teacher um i'm gonna discuss the video just my thoughts on the video first the video is viral so you can go check out the video and stuff like that heck maybe in the future hopefully in the future if production of my podcast gets bigger and bigger i'd be able to one get my you get you can see recordings of me doing this podcast but also you can uh I'd be able to show the videos if I'm going to discuss certain videos. I'll show video clips of what I'm talking about. And then you can see if my somewhat live reaction to said video. But that video is there. So I'm going to describe it. It was well, there meaning it's online. So I'm going to describe it to you from what I from what I saw. Uh, and then share my thoughts on that and the other shit I got to say. So. In said video, they're in band class. It's clear they're in band class, which dude is trying to act tough in band class. Okay. But they're in band class, and this one time at band camp, but no. Uh, shout out to anyone who knows where I got that quote from. But um, they're in band class, and dude, dude being the teenager, uh, had like this flat-ass basketball, no air in it, in his hand, and he threw it at the teacher. Uh, supposedly what went down was he kept throwing things. He was throwing pencils at the teacher, paper. He was just throwing many different objects at the teacher in general. Why they were having a, you know, discourse is because supposedly the, the, the team had, uh, uniform infractions that the teacher pointed out and the teacher wanted to send him out of the classroom and i guess into the principal's office because of these uniform infractions um the teen obviously did not take kindly to the teacher's observation of his clothing and the supposed uniform infractions so the the beef started um but 
before I guess before the be- the flat basketball was thrown at the teacher's foot or legs, just his lower part of his body. Um, you know that teen was throwing pencils and papers and lions, tigers, bears at the teacher. So um, that happens. He he being the teen also was threatening the teacher, calling him a punk pussy for not hitting him. Um, you know, for not initially hitting him, right? Before he actually got hit by the teacher, he was calling him a punk pussy and all that other shit for not hitting him. Two words I've been called many times by teenage boys for not hitting them. And also for walking away and not uh, uh, partaking in the arguments that they wanted to, wanted me to partake in, right? Just a side note from that. There's nothing more punk and pussy about somebody uh, who is starting a fight with somebody that they know will get in trouble for whipping that motherfucker's ass. It's like the women who will intentionally put their hands on a man or start with a man and knowing damn well if that man retaliated, that's his ass. That's not on her. Nine times out of ten, it's not on her. It's on his ass. You'll get that one time where if the cop came, the cop will come and say, well, ma'am, you initiated this contact. If you didn't want the contact to be reciprocated that much, you shouldn't have done this. I've seen it happen one time. All the other times when I've seen uh, the woman who put her hands on the man first and he did something and even times where he didn't do anything, he was still arrested, but it's just there's nothing more, you know, for lack of a better word, and pussy than somebody who is picking fights with somebody they know can't fight back because they know if that person does fight back, that there it's their ass. They're the ones that's going to get uh, in serious trouble. Sure, three-day suspension to that kid is not going to do anything uh, for him, to him. That's a three-day vacation for him. Shit, that might be an early weekend. If that happened on, what, a Wednesday? If if that happened on a Tuesday, I should say. Because if that happened on a Tuesday, he suspended Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. The next two days are the weekend. So he got himself an early five-day break, if you think about it. If, you know, I'm not saying that was the case, but I'm saying how, as a teenage boy, this is how we think, or just a teenager in general. Because when the girls got suspended for doing the exact same thing or just wild shit, they came back like, shit, it was three days of me just staying in the crib. You know, for those of us who were playing video games, it was just three days of me playing video games if you didn't have parents and i'm not saying my parents are like this i'm talking about those kids that came from suspension um if you didn't have parents that didn't punish you you know that just was like well he's home or she's home and i gotta go to work still as long as they don't fuck up the house i'm good you know not caring about what their child did their child could have threaten a teacher, tr- try to stab a teacher with a with a pencil, try to, you know, staple the teacher's hand to the fucking desk, try to bash their head in with an apple. It don't matter. 
as long as that child ain't doing that shit to me and they're not wrecking my house up, I'm good. You know, one of these days I'm going to talk about bad parenting, even uh, the examples I see today. One of these days, as someone, I know a lot of people are going to be like, well, you don't have kids, so you can't talk about what is good and bad parenting. Ah, nah. I can certainly, you can talk about good or bad parenting. That's like me telling somebody, well, you've never been raped, so you can't tell, you can't say what is and isn't rape. The fuck? The fuck? <laughs> no, I've never been raped. Not that I know of, but no, I've never been raped. But doesn't mean I can't have a say in, yeah, what you're saying, what, what you did to that woman or that man, that's rape. Fuck out of here. But anyways, back to the story at hand. Kid is calling teacher punk pussy all this shit because teacher, before he hit him, was not hitting him. Teacher walks to the other side of the room, puts his glasses down, walks back, and it, I, it, he probably says something like, what were you saying to me? Kid, trying to act tough in front of his peers, continues to mouth off to teacher teacher swings barely connects teacher swings again barely connects finally gets the kid on the ground hits him with the softest pounds i've ever seen in my life both of them couldn't fight the the kid clearly didn't want to fight he was doing all that barking he was doing what you know small dogs do they do all the barking when they're being held but when you let go of them they're quiet or they're running back they're barking (laughs) while running behind you know their owner right uh so he clearly didn't want to fight but the teacher couldn't fight you know when i first saw that video clip i was like this is just very reminiscent of the Nicki minaj and cardi b fight which is more likely uh similar than you know danielle bergoli and and uh uh iggy azalea which i'll get into in a few but you know, you got one person who can't fight, wanting to fight, and one person who is too afraid to fight, doing all the talking. You know, I've, you know, I, I've said that. You know, when I was doing the uh, Nikki and Cardi episode, go check that out. It's one of the recent ones as well. So you don't got to scroll wherever you listen to this podcast. You ain't got to scroll too too much to find that episode. Um, I think it's called Nikki B and Cardi Minaj. Yeah, I think I think that's what I call that episode. So go find that episode. Go listen to it if you want to know my in-depth thoughts about the whole Nikki Minaj and Cardi B beef fight that you know happened. I guess at that fashion week shit. But on to this teacher shit. He got one over 180k. He probably got more than that now. But from the way. You know, I'm talking about last week's topics, by the way, people. But uh, from what I was hearing last week, he he got that. I am not going to say that I... People were putting their money where their mouth is. Um, now, do I agree with the teacher's decision? No. I've told you, I've been in many decisions where teens have tried to physically harm me and they didn't but as angry as I was on the inside I knew that if I put my hands on this team 
in the way that I was thinking of putting my hands on a team because I'm not going to sit here that like I was being peaceful inside. No, the, the inside I wanted to strangle that little motherfucker. I wanted to bash their head into the wall. I wanted to break their ribs. I wanted to break their arms. But did I actually do any of the things that I thought of doing? No. Because I knew within thinking of, I want to do this, but I can't. Because this and the third. Now, I'm not the age of that old fella, that old teacher. He looked like he really didn't give a damn. He looked like he was on his way out anyways. And what I mean by on his way out... I mean that he was just done with teaching these badass inner city urban kids anyways. Or just done with teaching anyways. So he was just looking for it now. It just so happened that his out probably panned out being better than what he originally thought. He probably originally thought, I'm just going to retire, get this 401k money, live like this. But ended up getting a couple, you know, 100,000 more than what he probably already got in his retirement plan because there are people who are tired of this I'm calling it a phenomenon because I can't think of any other word but this phenomenon of teens thinking that it is okay for them to put their hands not only on teachers but elders because they know the elder is going to get in trouble for it. Again, I do not agree with the man's actions. I don't even agree with donating to the man. But I can agree. I can see where people are frustrated. I see where the frustration is coming from. The donations could have been from teachers who have been in the same predicament as he has been. Probably who reacted the same way he did or probably reacted the same way I did. By doing nothing or walking away. And having crazy negative thoughts. And going to the gym and beating the shit out of that punching bag. But. You know. Or just running real fast on the fucking treadmill and shit. But. I have no doubt in my mind that there are people out there. Who is tired of teenagers thinking. Who are tired of teenagers. Thinking and getting away. Because they do this because they get away with it. Like I said, a three-day suspension ain't shit. An expulsion ain't shit. Some other school is going to accept that kid. If he is expelled, some other school is going to accept that kid. Why? Because they're just going to want to... The more students they have, the more funding they get. You know? You know, their school will stay open. Now, granted, that school has to perform at a certain level before so it can stay, remain open. But in order to have a performance level, you need what? Students. So they're going to make it seem as though, yeah, we're going to keep a close eye on this kid because he was expelled for fighting a teacher at the last school. But I can tell you, they really don't give a rat's ass. They're saying that school is that school, this school is this school. And as long as we get another kid here that we can fund off of, get some funds off of, that's that's all we give a fuck about. So that kid is just going to get, if, if that's the case, he's going to get expelled and he's going to get accepted to another school. Or he's going to get three days suspension, a longer weekend, a longer Thanksgiving break, because that's coming up. And that's it. 
if this happened around Christmas time, a longer Christmas break or earlier Christmas break, I should say, earlier Christmas break or earlier Thanksgiving vacation. And, And that's it. Come back after the break, after the vacation, not having learned his lesson, not having any remorse for what he did. And knowing damn well, if I were to, maybe this teacher was about that life, but let me try another teacher. And I'm not saying this is this kid's mindset. I'm saying there are teens who think this way. Shit, when I was a teen, that was the case for a number of the kids I went to school with. So this is the way that they think. They don't, they're not going to, I'm not saying all, but there are, are people who think that way. They don't. They didn't learn their lesson, because it all starts. Yes, as cliche as it sounds, it all starts at home. Because if home isn't going to punish you, the adults at home aren't going to punish you for your acts. Tell you right from wrong. You're going to go to school, thinking you could get away with it. And then if the school isn't really punishing you, they're taking protective measures on their end. And protective measures on their end means simply giving you a three-day weekend or adding three days to your weekend weekend, or uh, they're expelling you. But the school system, not just that particular school, but the system within that state, within that city, county, whatever, really don't give a fuck about <clears throat> teaching these kids right for wrong. So there's really no real punishment. They want these kids to act this way so they can continue to grow up and act that way. But when they get into the real world and try to act that way within the cops, they're ending up in jail or in prison or dead. The three places or in the grave, which basically dead. The three places where... They want these this, these these kids to, to, to go anyways. If they can keep the kid alive, they want him most likely in prison. Because they want more prisons in schools. This is America. So when I feel very strongly and passionately about this very topic. About teens not being punished to the full extent... And what I mean by I don't I'm not saying death penalty for teenagers for hitting on adults, death penalty for teenagers for hitting on teachers. No, there needs to be a lot more than that. Than uh suspension. I'm not there need there should not be a death penalty for that. But their def the punishments definitely need there needs to be a real big discussion had between respect level from both ends from adults who may or may not be teachers and from teenagers there needs to be a discussion to be had and this discussion needs to not be one that they're coddling the teenagers because 
the discussions that are happening, it's just coddling the teenagers. Well, it's hard to be a teen and living in this world and social media and, and, and anxiety and depression and all yada yada. All that shit is real. I am not discounting all that. I am a, I am an anxiety baby. I'm a grown ass man and I'm still an anxiety baby. Suffer from it all the fucking time. But there is no excuse for me not to be a better person, not to overcome that. That is no excuse for anybody not to be a better person and not to overcome that. Oh, well, they come from these types of neighborhoods. I did too, nigga. That is no reason for me to disrespect the very people. Again, a very adults, whether they're teachers or not, that was no excuse for me to disrespect for them. Although, even even now, as an adult, I'm thinking back and I'm like, they should have handled it as the adult. They should have handled it a certain way. They shouldn't have been as disrespectful as they were. And I'm not, in, in no way, shape, or form am I excusing adults' behavior. I just, I was just saying, I don't agree with the old dude's response. As weak as those haymakers, and I use that term usually in this, uh, uh, in, in this, this discussion. But as weak as those haymakers were, he still shouldn't have done that. He should have done what he was doing before, ignoring the kid. Probably call the dean, get, get get one other student to say, hey, get the dean, get the principal, get somebody so they can escort this kid up out of this room. So I could go back and teach in band and so these kids can actually learn something because they're here to learn. They have an inst- instrument. Obviously, if you're in band class, you're here to learn, you're, you're there to perfect, further perfect your skills on the trumpet, trombone, flute, drums, guitar, whatever <coughs> instrument you play. You're here to perfect that. You're not here to watch some scrawny flat basketball playing kid who doesn't know how to dress in uniform for some reason. Talk shit to a teacher who doesn't know how to fight, but it's about that life. Right? You're not here to see that. You're there to learn. Um, So again, discussions need to be had. Uh, How this ties into, obviously it ties into Danielle Pergoli and Iggy Azalea. Because you got a 15 year old fighting a woman who I am guessing is in her 20s. Iggy, I don't know how old she is. I mean, all that surgery. I'm just joking people. How, how hypocritical of me. I was just talking about how people should not make... Uh, people are insecure as fuck for basically getting on Jill Scott. And, and here I am making fun of Iggy's looks. I'm joking. I think Iggy, Iggy is a gorgeous woman. Uh, I'm not saying that to be facetious or anything. I really do think she is a gorgeous woman. Uh, I don't think that she needs as much work even prior to that think she was a gorgeous woman i've always said iggy should just be a model 
And I think she was before she started rapping. For some reason, she felt, I mean, she's probably getting more money or has gotten more money as a rapper or as an artist when she first started, of course. Um, then she did modeling, but she's always been a gorgeous woman to me. Sweet women as well, you know. Um, not the brightest at times, but in this situation, I am 100% behind Miss Iggy Azalea of Australia. So, basically, Iggy's point as to why she didn't fight back Danielle was the same point I made every time a teen tried to strike at me. Number one, you're a teenager. Number two, I'm not going to let you, fighting you, I'm not going to let you stop my money. Now, I'm not making 26K or 30K as much as, you know, when I was working with teens, you know, or working in general. I wasn't making that per check uh, when, you know, I was working that last job. Uh, But, you know, I supposedly if Iggy were to, you know, fight back Daniel Brigoli, she would have lost about $26,000. Now, again, I don't care if it was 26 bucks. I'm not putting a hand on no teenager. <laughs> not losing out on that money because yo bum ass, especially if you just threw a drink on me. Granted, Danielle Bergoli, she is 15. She's not old enough to drink. So that drink could have been Juicy Juice or it could have been water. Could have been Sunny D. Either or, I don't want Sunny D or Juicy Juice or Apple Juice on my hair or anywhere on my skin. Now, she threw water on my hair or skin. You just hydrated me, bitch. Thank you. Anyways, but let's just say they served her an alcoholic beverage. Well, for one, whoever was letting Danielle Bergoli, a teenage girl, in that venue, and then y'all want to get upset at R. Kelly, you wonder how R. Kelly's situations happen when you are our allowing these teens to be in these venues and I am now in way shape or form excusing R. Kelly's behavior but you are allowing these teens simply because they have clout to be in these adult venues around adults and then they want to act childish because they're teenagers and now you want to act all surprised when they get into some foul shit when R. Kelly swoops them up and says, well, you're fucking with adults, so I'm going to give you this adult life. You know, it's, it's, it's foul. I'm not saying it's, it's any, it's, it's, it's excusable at all. Let me take a sip of water. I did a lot of talking. I'm not saying any of this is excusable at all. It's foul as fuck and it's nasty. But once again, to stick on the very topic of teenagers versus trying to fight adults, Danielle knew damn well I'm 15, Iggy is 20 something. I'm gonna throw this drink at her and then while being held back, I'm going to do all this shit talking, but I'm not really trying to fight this adult. Number one, because I know this adult would probably beat my ass if they were about that life or they cared that much to fight me. Number two, I know she will get in more trouble than I. Now, that venue was like, nah, Danielle, we're not fucking with you. We're not paying you. 
Um, and I think she had a deal with a clothing brand that uh, she's sponsored by uh, a brand. And they said, nah, fuck that. So that was one of the situations where, again, this this punishment isn't stopping her. Because what's going to make her, specifically Daniel Bregoli, and I'm not calling her by her rap name. I'm not calling no fucking 15-year-old chick bad. Get the fuck out of here with y'all asses. We will fuck with y'all, y'all. That's her name. No, her name is Danielle Bregoli. She wants me to call her by a rap name. Get the name Bad Barbie, a bad baby. I'm not calling a 15-year-old girl a bad baby. The fuck out of here. The real bad baby in that situation is Iggy Azalea. Alright? But... If Danielle Bregoli really... For her to change... One, it starts at home. Once again, it, like all, it all comes, it always comes back home, people. But it all starts at home. This is a chick that was famous for her, not only the Dr. Phil shit, but the videos of her and her mom fighting, literally fighting all the time and shit. Or her mom excusing the behavior and or not really doing much about the behavior. That's number one. Number two, all these brands who associate with her say, need to say, Nah, you're too young to be acting like you're a grown-ass woman. You're too young to be starting beef with grown-ass women. And and three, we're not associating with you because of how you act. So if you want money with us, you're going to have to change your act. That's the only way that's going to get Danielle Bregoli to change. Her mom ain't going to do it. Dr. Phil fake-ass ain't going to do it. Me, I'm not going to do it. Talking about her isn't going to do it. But the money not coming in. The attention not coming in. That's what's going to force her to say. Or maybe her actually getting fucked up. Maybe that's going to be enough for her to say, damn. I can't be throwing juicy juice on people no more. I'm getting tired of being fucked up for throwing juicy juice on people. Let me sit down, shut up, and drink this juicy juice. And be the uh, 15-year-old girl that I am drinking juicy juice. Or Sunny D. You know? Or water. Any other non-alcoholic beverage that I'm not allowed to drink. Because I am not of the drinking age. So. That is that. I 100% agree with Iggy Azalea on this situation. I 100% back Iggy Azalea. I am not comparing this little rapper beef. To the Nikki and Cardi situation one. Because obviously Nikki and Cardi were two grown. Are two grown ass women. So, and I'm not saying that even if Danielle was 25 instead of 15, that this fight would be right or whatever. It'd be right for her to throw Juicy Juice mitts with uh, fucking Hennessy on um, um, Iggy Azalea. But two adults fighting is a lot more sensible than a teenager trying to fight an adult. I, nobody should be putting their hands on anybody, period. But I am definitely against 
teenagers putting their hands on adults. I'm also against adults putting their hands on teens as well. This is why I am praising Iggy's response to the juicy juice being thrown on her and her uh, at the moment and after that moment. And I am not praising teacher no hands uh no hands mcgee mr mcgee no hands or whatever you want to call him um i am not praising his actions so on to the last subject all right on to the last segment segment on to the last segment of today's episode of the Let's Talk About It podcast with your host, Ernest. Where you love Ernest. Same guy. Different name. But no, seriously, last segment. Um, this is more so of a PSA slash just my thoughts slash um, my uh, uh, best wishes, prayers, condolences, I guess, uh, to the people out in California affected by these wildfires that seem to happen at least two times a year, at least two or three times a year. Um, I know when, what I'm about to say, people are going to say I'm sounding insensitive or being insensitive. I am not trying to be insensitive or sound insensitive at all. I have to speak my mind, though, about this situation and how odd I just think the lack of preventative uh, measures, uh, not only California, but this country in general, since California is a state in the United States, um, takes to these wildfires. Now, granted, I know somebody's probably going to also argue that, well, they're natural disasters. You can't really, you can take preventative measures. Uh, measures. Um, I keep wanting to say messers for some reason, but you can take preventative measures against uh, natural disasters, but, you know, they're natural disasters for a reason. They happen, they happen. You can only do the best you can do. And I understand that fully. Uh, but California, a place where water or at least clean water uh is in surplus from the last i heard about environmental issues happening in cali i know back in the 90s and you know 2000s early 2000s the smog levels there in california uh were rising like a motherfucker um california has had a lot of environmental issues that I feel as though we of the United States of America especially but we as people need to pay attention to need to take seriously we need to not just look at California as this place to get on if you're trying to be a superstar or a star or you're trying to get your career out you know or whatever, right? You're trying to just vibe out. All that stuff is fine and dandy, but when you have people who can't fucking breathe, how can you go in for an audition? When you got fires happening two, three times a year, how can you live? If there's smoke everywhere, 
on top of that small. On top of the gas, because the cars and all the other shit, right? Now, I consider myself an environmentalist. I'm not going to say that I am the... I'm, and that's where every cause that I support. I'm not going to say I'm a diehard of it. Um, but I do my best to make sure that my part within whatever cause I'm representing, that I am not misrepresenting that cause. That's number one. Number two, I do my best to not be a problem to the very issue that I have a problem with. Um, and I think that if others, you don't have to be a diehard env- uh, environmentalist out there in Cali or just in the world, but if others did this, had the mindset of, let me do what I can to <clears throat> protect the environment as much as I can, because I'm only one person. But if a lot of people thought that way, we can do so much. But with these fires that are going down, it's just, again, yes, I want to send my prayers and condolences to, I don't know if anybody lost their lives, uh, but people did lose their homes. And that is something that I would not wish on, um, well, I would wish that on racist, so let me not try to, see. I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy, I wouldn't wish that on strangers that I don't have a connection with, let me just say that. I wouldn't wish them for them, no matter how rich or poor they are, or, you know, in between they are, uh... I wouldn't wish that on strangers. I wouldn't wish that on anyone. Heck, I'm not even wishing that on Kanye West. Even though his ass is still on some fake shit. Um, he's not an enemy of mine or anything. But I wouldn't wish that on him. I wouldn't wish that on anybody. But the thing is, Cali, a lot of that tax money needs to be uh, or y'all, y'all need to have a focus on preventing these things from happening. Uh, wherever your tax money is going to, uh, you, you know, pretty much the same thing as the tax money being spent in mass in New York and other states, maybe, but for the most part, I guess, maybe, but there are other places where, uh, obviously, because they're in different locations and obviously because they have different concerns um, that the tax money may be going to those other concerns. And I understand that. But like I said, these things happen at least twice a year in California. Are you guys just going to chalk, chalk it up as a frequent thing like you do your volcano, your, not your volcanoes, but your uh, earthquakes? you just going to chalk it up to, yeah, it happens, yeah, because a fire, I mean, earthquakes are something, don't get me wrong, but a fire, burning down homes, burning down woods and property in general, is far more, in my eyes, is far more scary and far more, uh, I guess, should, should cause far more uh, caution within somebody, then their ground shaking for a couple of seconds. 
Again, I'm not saying I'm not downplaying earthquakes. I've I've experienced two in my life. And oddly, I was in the bathroom while experiencing two of them. Uh, but I've experienced two earthquakes in my life. One, I was standing up in the bathroom. I wasn't peeing. I was, I think I had just finished peeing, actually. And I was still, you know, still standing up, adjusting myself. And then wobble, wobble, the earth was shaking. The other one, I was sitting down, doing what you do when you sit down in the bathroom, right? Um, and yeah, felt it. Felt my toes wobble wobbling, but yeah, I'm not trying to make light of this situation. I'm going to just, you know how I am, but in all seriousness, I think that there needs to be preventative messages, uh, measures. What the fuck is wrong with me, man? It's the morning time. I'm always going to blame the morning, but it needs to be preventative measure, measures, <laughs> measures, measures, measures. There needs to be preventative measures for this type of stuff. Not just in Cali, but in other places. So, the people are protected. I'm not saying that we can stop natural disasters. We're not going to, you know, man versus God. You got a God, you know, but we can do... Or man versus spirit, whatever you want to believe in, you know, I think the higher power, I'm willing to bet all of my money that the higher power, whatever it is, he is or she is or it is, it's going to win. He's going to win or she's going to win. So I'm not going to be naive and say well if we all just drove electric cars and we all just drank piss instead of plastic water if we all did not wear clothes if we all just got rid of money if we all didn't use paper well we can you can make paper from other materials so i will say stop cutting down trees but if we all just did all that and we never showered a day in our life the earth would be fine I'm not saying all that. All I'm saying is do your best as a human fucking being on the planet that you live on to protect the planet because you live here. For the time being that you are here on this planet, you might as well care about it. You might as well do what you can to protect it, to save it. So if that means planting a tree, if that means getting an electric car, if that means not using as much electricity as you would normally use on a daily or weekly or monthly or yearly basis, if that means riding a bicycle or walking places, or finding uh, or using paper that isn't made from trees but recyclable material. Using clothes not from animal, right? Animals, people. If that means you have to do all that, shit, why not? Or, or more, if you want to, why not? I'm not saying you have to be 100% die hard, 
butt naked, never shower, drinking your own piss, eating grass only. Well, not eating grass because that's part of the environment, but not eating vegetables, eating the air, drinking piss, surviving on your own pee type of environmentalist. Never using electricity, walking everywhere you go. Environmentalists. I'm not saying you got to do that. But reducing your carbon imprint or footprint, whatever the fuck that term is. That's how you do it. That's one way of doing so. So, once again... I hope and pray that the families and everybody, all the strangers out there who are affected by these wildfires, wherever, not just in Cali, but especially in Cali, since most of the recent ones I was hearing about, I hope that, you know, they, they actually, um, you know, they, they have better days because, you know, obviously if my house was burned down, I not be in a good mood. Maybe some people who have good spirits uh, be in high spirits uh, because they're more optimistic. And God bless those folks. I wish I was more like those folks. But I am not. I am working on it, but I am not. But that that's that. Prayers for those folks. This is another episode of the Let's Talk About It podcast with your host, Ernest. You love Ernest, same guy, different name. As always, you can. I mean, I'd appreciate it if you listen to this episode full and through. But fast forward to the parts you want to listen to um, and rock out that way. So I appreciate you listening. If you're black, stay black. Stay beautiful, everybody. Black Lives Matter. And I'm out. Peace.